Hey y'all, we have launched our very own merch on the Letters 2 Media Merch Store. We have a bunch of good-looking t-shirts and hoodies. If you want your own Haddonfield Horror merch, click on the link in the description. Welcome back to the Hatterfield Horrors Podcast, where we review horror movies and horror movie franchises. I'm Tawan. I'm Rudy. I'm Maria. And today, we're talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Released in 1985, directed by Jack Shoulder, and written by David Chaskin. And today, we're going to have Rudy read our plot summary for us. Jesse Walsh, played by Mark Patton, most with his family into the home of the lone survivor from a series of attacks by the dream-stalking monster, Freddy Krueger, played by Robert England. There, Jesse is bedeviled by nightmares, violent impulses. <laughs> it turns out Freddy needs a host body to carry out a gruesome vendetta against the youth of Springwood, Ohio. While Freddy gains influence, Jesse and his girlfriend Lisa played by Kim Myers, race against the clock trying to figure out what's going on. Alright, so Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Um, what was everyone's initial thoughts going into this one? Um, I would go to Maria, because um, it's your first time going, to going against all these movies, correct? Yeah, it was my first time watching it. Uh... Alright. <laughs> And what were your thoughts on this one? Your second outing with the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise? It was like weird. <laughs> like I, I feel like I was being thrown around a lot. Like they had a, kind of like a lot going on in this movie, mm-hmm. and I was just like not confused, but like I don't know. I just found my. I just it just didn't seem consistent. I felt like I was kind of like. What I don't know. I just it feels like they were trying to put a lot into this movie, and it kind of just wasn't working out. It wasn't flowing well. Yeah, I don't know. I could, I could see that because I will say when looking into some of the background on this movie, it wasn't done by Wes Craven. Like I don't think he had much input on a script or anything in this one. So, which is why it kind of followed, like, a whole different, you know, protagonist and all that type of stuff. Um, even though, like, I, I know, did you, didn't you pass on the first one? Yeah, I passed. <laughs> yeah, I know, even though know, you did pass, like, I felt like, I feel like that one was more, like, tightly put together for, like, story-wise, I guess you could say. But, yeah, I, I will agree, this one was a little more, like, up in the air in terms of, like, where it was going, because we didn't experience what Freddy was trying to do in this movie and the last one as far as, like, taking over someone's body. And I guess that was, that was like, a new thing that they came up with to um, continue it when they decided to not continue with Wes Craven for the second one. But, Rudy, what were your thoughts on the second Nightmare on Elm Street? So, I don't think it was a bad movie, but I do think that it was super, like Maria said, inconsistent. And I feel like they didn't even mention anything 
that had to do with dancing besides living in the home. You know, like there should have been some kind of story that led on to the new character. Not just bam, we wake up to Jesse and and now we try to get used to this new character. Whereas we were so used to Nancy's character that it was just like I don't know. Um the movie itself seemed kinda draggy and it felt boring at times. Well, most of the time actually, because the scenes were not as intriguing as the first movie. Um, the death scenes were definitely not as great as the first one. So it was just like I feel like they only made the sequel because people were demanding it to happen since the first one was very successful at the time. Um, but they just didn't have any way to put it out there. Like I don't think they even give them enough time to write an actual script for it. They just said, Hey, let's add on new characters, put on Freddy, he's the icon here, boom, make a movie out of it. And it it wasn't giving what I was expecting. What I was <laughs> Would you say like since you've seen all of these, anything's changed between then and now watching it again? Like your thoughts on it? Or it been kind of consistent, you would say, Rudy? Uh, as far as what? As far as like, um, like I know you've seen most of these movies before. Has anything right. like changed? Like your thoughts on this movie, seeing it again now? Um, Specifically this one or just in general? With other uh, I would say just this one. Um, It did change because when I was younger and I was introduced to this one, this particular sequel, I felt more, it caught my attention as a kid, but obviously as you're an adult, you understand the concept of the movie and all that. It wasn't as exciting anymore. Like, I tried to give it a chance to watch it again to refresh my memory this past weekend, and I just could not stay focused. Like, I was on my phone, or I turned it off, and then I went back to watching it to try to watch it again entirely, and it wasn't. It was just not catching my attention, whatever, for whatever reason. So, yeah, it definitely changed negatively on my end. Yeah, I can see that. I would say for me, like, uh, I have seen this one before, and I kind of feel the same as I did when I first saw it. I thought this one was a little more boring. Like, even though the first movie was kind of, like, slow-paced, I was still liked where the story was going because I felt like it was actually heading somewhere. And then also we were just introduced to the concept of Freddy at that time that it was interesting seeing how they were, like, doing, like, the dream stuff and that versus what's, like, real. Whereas in this one, like, we kind of, we only got, like, bits of that, but it was, like, Freddy was more in the in the real world than he was in like the dream space this time around, like doing like weird things with the, with the people and stuff like, and the way they decided to go with it and try to make it like a, Oh, Freddie needs this Mark's body. I mean, Jesse's body. Sorry. Uh, The way um, Freddie needed Jesse's body. It wasn't really, it didn't really make sense. Cause like, I don't, I don't believe Freddie said why he needed his body like in particular like and also that just wasn't his that just wasn't his thing in the first movie either so it was just kind of like where where's this coming from really it was just only the only connection the only connective tissue that we had was Jesse being in the house that Nancy was in that was like the only connective tissue which that could have been cool to like keep what was going on in the first one of like Freddie just you know disturbing like uh, teens and stuff in their dreams but in this one, we got the whole, like, body thing, and I didn't feel like that made much sense um, in connection to the first movie. But, moving on, 
They say that this Friday the 13th, I said Friday the 13th. <laughs> we go, I'm going to have Mark cut that. <clears throat> they say this Nightmare on Elm Street movie is one of the gayest horror movies that we have. Rudy, would you would you agree with that claim that this is one of the gayest horror movies? I do because it had a lot of like male on male sexual innuendo, like hidden messages between like chemistry almost between Jesse and the other character. I forgot his name. I think it was Ron. Yep, it was uh, Ron. It was Ron. And it was I don't know. I just feel like there's too much sexual chemistry between them two, even though it wasn't like in your face and i understand why maybe because it was in the 80s and you know back then it wasn't as big so yeah it was definitely the gayest and the fact that this so quote-unquote straight guy jesse's like dancing in his bedroom to like some freestyle feminine music like he was really in touch with his feminine side and i feel like he only was with that girl um lisa to cover it i don't i didn't see any like chemistry between them two in the movie especially coming from him so yeah like even other scenes like in the locker room even or the the coach scene i'm not gonna say too much obviously but it was just like they were focused too much on the male body in this movie for sure maria would you agree that this is one of the gayest horror movies <laughs> um yeah, or did like, you even I see that? <laughs> like, did you? Did on, you... Like, I totally see it. I <laughs> they had like they're giving them these like little moments. Like, I think especially in like the locker room. Yeah. When like Ron, Ron, was his name Grady or Ron? Who's Grady? Uh, um, Ron was the friend. Um, was the friend who he was kind of having those innuendos with, and then the coach's name was Coach Walsh. Oh, okay. Well, well, Ron. No, I mean, like in the in the in the locker rooms, because oh, you're talking. Like, oh, oh, I'm just talking about. No, no, yeah, I'm talking about Ron. Where they were like both. First of all, like shirtless, and they're like trying to have like heart to heart, and Ron is just like, I'm just trying to help you. I just want to be there for you, and Jesse's like, You're full of shit, Grady. You know, being kind of crazy. Well, you know, because he was yeah. being crazy throughout the whole movie regardless. But, you know, they were, like, having, like, moments. You know, like, and I was like, huh. And then the lunchroom, I think, was another scene. Because literally all you see throughout the movie, like, sure, like, they fought um, once for, like, a weird reason, I guess. But then after yeah. that, Ron was just trying to, you know, quote, unquote, trying to be a good friend to Jesse. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I see it. I totally, especially like the scene where they're like in Ron's bedroom, and like, yeah, Jesse just—I <laughs> definitely saw it there. Like, yeah, I was like, and especially with, with what Ron says about you know, like, yeah, and she's female, and she's waiting for you in the cabana, and you want to sleep with me, and he was just like, just watch me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I like the the sub the gay subtext was it was very it was very strong in this movie, <laughs> and 
I'm sure how the, this could have flown over people's heads and like back then because they just weren't like paying attention to it. But like watching it with that in mind, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like it's like all over the place in this movie, especially especially um, when he goes to like the bar to like and finds the coach there. I'm like, that's 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 a gay bar. <laughs> Yeah. Like, they're in a leather bar. <laughs> yeah, that scene, I was so confused. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot going on there. Especially because, like, first of all, Jesse walks in, shirt completely open and exposed, like looking very, you know, you, you know. So I was like, I, I was looking very I, boys town. Yeah, and I was just like. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't know if that scene was real or not, because, like, <laughs> literally one second, they're, they're in that underground bar, and the next thing you know, they're at the fucking gym, and the fucking coach is making Jesse run shirtless. Not not even shirtless, he's, like, his shirt's flying off of him, but he's running, and I'm, like... And the coach is in a full, like, leather get-up. <laughs> Yeah, and I was just like, there's no way this is... And then, first of all, when fucking Freddy takes off, like, the coach's, like, clothes, <laughs> I feel like he did not have to take everything. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I totally saw it in this movie. <laughs> well, and moving on after that, um, I want to <clears throat> I want to see what were you guys' um do you all have any like standout moments or anything that you found in this movie scenes that you like disliked, uh Rudy? Well I did like um the eighties vibe. I'm a fan of the eighties for some reason and I wasn't even born in that era. But like from like the outfits back in the day, the leather bar scene was really dope. I really wish they had those type of bars out here. But they don't anymore, at least. So that was like reminiscent of those days. And I always watch movies in the 80s that has like those particular like leather bar scenes or like looks. And I'm fascinated by them. So that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, honestly. Um, My least favorite is... I don't think I have a least favorite because the entire movie itself is kind of slow paced for my liking. So that really counts as it. I would say yes, the movie was too slow paced for me where I just couldn't even stay focused. And that's the only issue with the, the movie that I had. I got you. Maria, did you have any standouts, uh, good or bad, any scenes that we liked, disliked? Um, I guess the scene... Oh, I guess, I guess like the main scene that really stood out to me was, yeah, the scene where they're like at the bar... Because I, I think that's where I was just very confused of the fact if this was real or not. I have a beer, please. You thought it was like the dream sequence? <laughs> I thought it was. Well, first of all, like, you know, <laughs> the background was red. So I thought, okay, this is a Freddy scene. This is a Freddy thing. And then, you know, it turns out the guy actually died. So I'm like, wait a minute. Was that real? Like... How did they let this... Like, Jesse looks young as hell. How did they let Jesse just go in there? He's not even, like, dressed up for the occasion. I don't know. But (laughs) that scene just really, like, stood out to me. Um, And I really, I really, really, really liked Ronnie. Ronnie deserved better. (laughs) 
<laughs> you didn't have to say Jesse. <laughs> but um, I, I liked his scenes. I don't know. He was just trying to be like, whatever he was trying to be. He was doing a good job at it. I really liked him as a person. I wish... I don't know. I just wished I would have seen more. He's also really hot. I wish I would have seen more of him. <laughs> um, so any scenes with Ronnie. Um, oh, his death, I think, was also pretty, like, I thought was also pretty crazy. Um, the scenes. The scene where um, Lisa is with Jesse and she sees Freddy, like, come out from him, from, like, his body. Oh yeah, that scene was pretty gruesome. I I thought I, what it wasn't gruesome, but it was pretty crazy because it was like you see him come out of him, like he literally just pops out of fucking Jesse. Um. Oh, and the fucking scene where Lisa kisses Freddie was yeah. like disgusting. Like I'm sorry, I I don't I don't know. Like I never for a man would I kiss Freddie. <laughs> Mm-mm. Like that, uh, that scene, and I, I guess like the scene before that, where um, where she sees like the those dogs with like the, the human human faces. Oh my god, they were so ugly. They were. I was like, what the fuck is this? And she was just like, I mean, she she looks scared, but she also just doesn't look phased. And I'm just like, and she's just slowly walking past them, like. They look awful. I don't know. Um, what other scene? Um, oh, the the pool scene to me was very confusing. And it was also kind of funny because he's literally just chasing around these fucking kids. <laughs> And hey, that's of, what Freddie does, right? But it looks so funny. I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it feels very real, you know? Like, there's this guy murdering kids at this pool. But he just looks kind of funny doing it. I don't know. It just... It seemed like... I know it wasn't supposed to be comical, but I just... I feel like if I was there, I would be terrified. But I would also, like, laugh. Because it's like, there's no way that this is happening right now. Um, no, I get what you ending, mean. And the ending, too, was also kind of like, what the fuck is happening right now? You know, because he, like, falls off the fucking cliff. I don't know. There was a lot going on in this movie that I was just like, what am I watching? No, yeah, I definitely get what you mean. I would say, for me, some standout moments. I, I definitely did like the pool scene, even though it was weird, I liked it because that's like one of the only times I feel in the franchise you see Freddy like kind of go off on like a group of people and rack up like multiple kills like that at once. Yeah, I- I'm here to help you. Help yourself, fucker! <laughs> um, that's kind of out of the ordinary for the rest of the movies that we get with Freddy and. It was just kind of cool to see that, but it was also weird at the same time because it's like, 
how is he existing outside of the dream state like this for everyone to see as well? Like, it was, like, I don't think that was explained why, why or how he was able to do that. I guess because he was technically in Jesse's body, but at the same time, that's that whole part of it still isn't even, like, explained like that. So, it's like, I get it as to why it, he was able to do so, but also they didn't explain why. It's just like, okay, we're just, like, accepting that this is happening. So, like, I thought that was, um, like, an okay scene. Uh, trying to think, were there any that I disliked? I don't, because off the top of my head, I don't feel like there were any scenes that I would say I, I disliked in this movie, but, um, it was just, like, Rudy, like, Rudy, actually, Rudy Emery mentioned, it was kind of just, like, in terms of the pacing of it, it was just really slow-paced, and, which isn't a bad thing, like, I don't mind movies that are slow-paced, but, like, something has to be happening, I feel like with this one, it was just a lot of scenes of us looking at Jesse waking up, like, sweaty, and then him screaming out of nowhere, it's like, we got that, like, six different times throughout the movie, but really nothing happened, and it was just, like, a switch from night to day, and then he wake up screaming, blah, 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 like, rinse and repeat, kind of, so, I want to, like, dislike those, but they could have, like, done something else to, like, I guess, like, fill in that space in between. Another scene that I will say I did like, though, which I'm, I almost forgot to mention was, I think one Maria mentioned, it was in, Jesse was in Ron's room, and he was, like, transforming into Freddy. That was a crazy scene how they did that. And he like had Freddy's head face like burst out of his chest and stuff and then he killed Ron. That was crazy. But since I did mention a kill there, were even though there are far and few in between in this movie, were there any kills that you liked in this one, uh, Maria? Yeah, I think I I liked Ronnie's kill scene. Um, I thought that was pretty, especially because I feel like you just can't tell, like, really what's going on, but it still looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I guess the pool scene, I don't know, the pool scene was just, like, some of those kills were pretty good, but it, I don't know, it was just kind of funny to me at the same time. Um, <laughs> who else did he kill? The, oh, the... The coach? Yeah, he did kill the coach. I don't know. That scene to me was just like weird in itself. Um, I just, I just don't understand. Like, why was he like doing that? Like slapping his ass with like the 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 towels. <laughs> But I, I mean, I, I guess I did like his kill scene. I just kind of wish they would have showed us what it looked like afterwards. Yeah, I think that's it for me, actually. All right. And Rudy, were there any kills that you liked out of this movie? I did enjoy seeing the coach get his ass banged. That was the hot <laughs> In my opinion, he didn't even have a bad body, honestly. He had a really good body for an older man. Um, So that's one of them. Another one would be 
Okay, so I'm confused with this particular scene. So, was that a dream, or did Freddy, like, when he came out of that guy's body, it was Jesse's body, right? Um, yeah, he came, Freddy came out of Jesse's body, that's correct. That was a really good scene. I don't It was. that would be, like, a kill scene, in my opinion, but the entire, like, just the, the visual itself, it was one of the creative ones in the franchise in my opinion because of just you can see freddy's nose pop up first and then like he just eventually comes out it's, it's kind of grotesque but i love it it reminded me of um men in black when like the aliens are like invading the humans and they're like in their head or, you know like it's oh yeah yeah it's similar to it, like, not completely, but just, like, the concept itself. Like, there's something living inside of you that's possessing the body. That's how I felt with that scene. So, it was really dope. The, um, the pool scene was action-packed. I would say it was one of the good ones, too. Um, it just sucks that they didn't really use so much gore. I feel like we've seen gore in horror movies, and now when I see these movies, I'm like, damn, they were lacking on the gore. Especially compared to the first one. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they toned it down, though, for whatever reason. They should have actually popped yeah. it off. Um, yeah, we got a lot of good. We got a lot of good stuff. Glenn and Tina, mm-hmm. like, come on now. Um, what else? Oh, the Paris Tina mine. I definitely. I mean, those are the ones that agree, popped. Moving oh, on they, to they our like characters out. of the movie. The others are just like uh, Rudy. We'll just go off of like you. What were your thoughts opinion, on like, Coach Walsh in this movie? And Maria, what were your thoughts on Coach Walsh? I mean, I agree. He was an asshole. He was like... um, It seemed like he was paying paying, paying a lot of special attention to, like, Jesse and kind of Ronnie, but mostly Jesse. And it was like... Okay. I don't know. I just... I just... If that okay, if that dream of him being at like at the club and seeing Jesse there and then making Jesse like if that scene was real and all that actually happened I don't know. Like I was just like It's like what was he planning to do with Jesse? Because, you know, he had Jesse run for some reason. And yeah. then and then he had him go shower. And then he brought out some like jump rope, and I was like, "Oh, okay." He wants to see that dangling thing just dangle when he's jump roping. <laughs> I was like, huh? and then, and then, like the scene, and then, because the, the, in that scene, he's literally getting like these balls are getting thrown at him, you know, and he's just like staring at them, just chewing gum, I guess. And then, because there's that scene where one hits him and he falls back, and he just slowly gets up, stares at it, and he's still chewing gum. Just very calmly, does not change his facial expressions at all. There's no terror in his face. And I'm just like, huh. Okay. That, and, and that's also why I thought it was, it was fake at first, because he seems so calm. Like, there's... There's things being thrown at you, and you're not gonna scream. You're not gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" He's just like taking it. Oh, I, I mean, I guess. And then, like, he doesn't show any emotion until he gets dragged into the shower, pulled up, and then, um, 
you know, they started hitting, which he has a great ass. I was surprised. Um, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, he starts hitting like his ass with the the towel thing and I don't know. It was just like a very, very, I feel like it was a very weird scene in general, but I mean, I don't know if the coach deserved it or not. He was kind of weird. He was definitely a little sus. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I don't know. Like he was just kind of like there. Honestly, I never got his name. This movie I feel like I never connected to any of the characters that I never got any of <laughs> besides Lisa. I forgot Jesse's name throughout the whole fucking movie. Like, I remember, like, a scene would pass without him, and I would be like, who the fuck is that? Like, I, for- I forgot what his name was. <laughs> but, I mean, but the coach was... <sighs> he was just kind of there, you know? No, I definitely agree. Um, yeah, when it came to the coach, he was, he was like kind of being like a dick, but I feel like they, they always did that with like coaches in high school movies. Like when they, like they always had the coach like being a dick for no reason. Um, but when it came to like specifically him and Jesse, like, especially like at the, at the bar and then the school, it's like, so you saw your underage student at a bar and decided to take him to the school to have him run reps instead of taking him to his parents. I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> that literally makes no fucking sense to me. So it's like making sure that he actually gets home safe and all this stuff. Like you're gonna make him like run laps and everything. Like, make like there there's no there's no sense in that. And like when I when I see that and. Also, at that, a gay bar, like, if you're, like, at that point, like, you probably talk to your student, like, make sure they're good or whatnot. I don't know. But, like, anything but what he did <laughs> made, like, no sense almost. Yeah, because Jesse looks so out of it. He walked yeah. dazed as fuck. And he looks so out of it. And, like, honest, well, to be honest, when I first saw, like, I thought he was a random man. But uh, I didn't realize it was the coach until they were, like, at the fucking gym. <laughs> you thought he was going to somebody's house? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know, but he just, just looks so dazed. And But, like, the coach's first thing is, I'm going to make you run laps at 2 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it literally made no sense whatsoever as far as, like, the coach is concerned. I'm like, okay, you see your student here. Your student is at a bar. Your student is about to get a drink at a bar. And you take them to the school to run laps. Like, it makes no sense. But moving on from the coach, um, Maria, what were your thoughts on Ron? Ron was, he was hot for one. But he was such a cutie. I think he was a cutie. Um, He was, uh, quote unquote, being a friend to Jesse. Even though they weren't actually friends. Um, I don't know. I thought, I mean, I thought it was like, like, because it was weird. I, I mean, I guess understanding the whole, like, you know, gay perspective of it, but it's like, it's like in the beginning, they were trying to make him seem, um, 
they were trying to make him seem like as a bully to Jesse a little bit. But then he would like do like a whole 180 and he would, you know, try to give him advice, was like telling him that he wanted to be there for him as a, as a, you know, that he was trying to help him, which I thought was nice. You know, I thought that was nice of him to do that. Um, he wasn't forceful. He wasn't, I, I don't like the scene in the, in the cafeteria when he was like talking with his mouth full, I thought was kind of weird. Cause it was like, what, what was the whole point mm-hmm. of that? Um, but I mean, if the whole angle of, of Ron was for him to just be a friend, he did a great job. If it was more than that, he would have been fucking amazing. But, um, I liked him a lot. Like, I really liked his character. I liked him better than Lisa. <laughs> um, but I think that, like, you know, he, he really tried his best to, you know, to be there for Jesse in, in the best possible way he could. Um, I mean, he didn't have to let Jesse stay in his room, even though Jesse basically broke into his house and looked crazy. Jesse looked crazy as fuck. I don't know why and anybody let him do whatever the fuck he was doing. Um... But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I really liked Ronnie, and I wish it just felt like they didn't really know what to do with his character, like especially like in the beginning, because yeah. it seemed like they gave him like different like personalities, which I think nowadays they probably would have done a lot more than what they did back then. I kind of understand why they left it like that, but it mm. also it left his character. It left me like. I feel like I only saw half of his character with Ronnie. You know, I feel like they, he had probably had a lot of depth, but because of, you know, I guess the type of movie it was, or maybe like it was the the, the era, the time that they just couldn't fully bring his character out. But, um, but I liked him a lot though. He was my favorite and he was hot. (laughs) And Rudy, I'm oh my sorry. I'm sorry, but I, I wish he was the male, the male lead instead of Jesse. I'm dead. <laughs> I can see Jesse that. wasn't that bad looking. He's just like a little slow, or whatever, because he had horrible facial expressions throughout the movie. But going back to Ron, um, I also th- <laughs> I didn't think Ron was all that. He was like the eye candy, I guess. But don't they always add like the jockey? twink looking guy as like the second lead or like the um the love interest i mean i didn't understand his character either i felt like he was just put there for the specific reason of people debating whether jesse was gay or not i feel like that was jesse's crush no matter what i don't care what anyone says i feel like the movie was meant to be jesse and ron being a couple but it was just too much back in the day so they stuck with him you know, uh, they forced Jesse to be with that one girl, which was cute too. I'm not gonna lie, she's pretty. Um, I wish I had more input on Ron, honestly, but I don't because his character wasn't as interesting. He wasn't like the lead, he was just like the support, you know, and 
it did help a lot with the movie with the for it to make sense because obviously Jesse trusted him mm-hmm. and confided in him enough to like want him to like watch him sleep and all that. So like that's what I'm saying. The movie was meant to be gay in general. I feel like overall it was meant to be a love interest between them two. So yeah, he was an important character. I feel like he he made the movie semi believable with us men back in the day who were DL and didn't have no choice but to pretend they were straight and Ron was that guy. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And on Ron's character as a whole, I thought he was um fine. It's like um, you know, friend and stuff for Jesse. Like they kinda like I don't want to say they started off as enemies, but they had like that little argument in the beginning when like they had to like do um like planks and like outside and stuff um, as per the coach, but they they ended up like being cool. But <clears throat> Ron was definitely uh, Jesse's Glenn. The way that like they kind of used him, they kind of just like had him there for when Ron like needed him, like whenever Jesse needed Glenn in the first one, and he even played the same role. Asked him to keep him awake, which he did not, <laughs> and ended up dying just like Glenn. Um, when he fell asleep, when Nancy told him to like give him a call and stuff like that, so those the, the parallels for like those kind of two characters are there, but um, you definitely see like the subtext of them kind of being more than friends, as, like especially during that talk he had with Jesse in his room, like when he was like, um, "Lisa's like waiting for you, but like, you're sleeping with me," and it's like. Okay, come on now. Like y'all just y'all just throwing it out at this point. But I thought Ron was like fine as a character. Like I feel like we could we could have gotten more of him instead of Lisa. Lisa was kind of just there at points. But since I did bring her up, uh Rudy, what were your thoughts on Lisa's character? Miss Lisa was cute. I thought she was uh, a likable character. She reminded me so much of a young um what's her face? Uh, from that were yeah Meryl Streep. I um, swear to God, I thought that was yes. her. Yes, yes, she reminded me. She reminded me of her as a young Meryl. Um, I thought she did a really good job at acting too. I uh, she definitely played off the the shy girl, like the, the you know timid girl who like secretly has a crush on Jesse. She did a really good job. I believe that. And I felt so bad for her because I didn't really think that Jesse genuinely liked her. I just feel like he was just dragging her along with his drama and low key the whole time he was thinking of Ron. And that's when I actually feel bad for women. Like <laughs> she was like, and the mom put her on too. And I feel like the mom was like rooting for them too. But like I said, I don't know if it was just like the actors that weren't really great at the chemistry, but I didn't see that connection between them two. I it seemed very forced. Lisa's character, um, I don't think she was important like Ron, honestly. I don't think she was the focal point of the movie mm-hmm. as far as Jesse's interest. But um, what can I say about Lisa? Not much. She was a good actress, but nothing interesting. Um, she was just there being the third party in Jesse's love triangle. That's how they was. And Maria, what were your thoughts on Lisa? 
Um, I kind of agree with Rudy. She does seem like she was kind of there sometimes. I feel like in the end, she did a lot more than I was expecting of her to do, which I um, appreciated from her. Um, I did notice that, yeah, I feel like she liked Jesse a lot and it definitely kind of seemed one-sided. Not because, like, I think Jesse was thinking of Ron, but I think it's because Jesse was kind of just thinking about himself, you know? Like, he was just kind of more worried about things that were going on in his life, and he was dragging her around, um, you know? I feel like he only came to her when he absolutely needed to, which I feel like is kind of shitty. Which, by the way... Like, I understand that Lisa's whole character was that she's supposed to be shy and timid. But this man, look, fuck, looking crazy as fuck, comes to your house after he just left. Probably, like, an hour or two, a couple hours later. And he has, like, blood on him? Like, bitch, <laughs> if you don't kick this man out right now. <laughs> or something. I don't know. It was just, like... I, I mean, she was so supportive. I feel like she deserved better than Jesse. I don't know if I just don't like Jesse, but I feel like like her character just revolved so much around him and she didn't have any strong impressions that, you know, towards the end when she basically went to go save him from Freddy, it just seemed out of character for her. You know, like it just seemed kind of weird because, you know, for the first time in the whole movie, She's doing something on her own without, you know, Jesse. Which I mean I which I thought was cool. I mean I I thought it was great of her to do that, but it was also just like unexpected. Um But I liked her. Um I don't know, like she is a real one because I honestly would never like as soon as Jesse was acting crazy, I would have I would have dipped so fast. <laughs> Especially when he's doing all this crazy shit and then people around him are dying. Like, fuck that. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, no, she stayed, I guess. She, uh, she really loved that man, I guess. But, um, which, I mean, I guess that that's the whole point of her character. But I just wish she would have Maybe, maybe like towards the end, maybe had like personality, not a personality changed, but you know, like developed into a little bit more of like a not timid as she was. Oh, and not to mention, like she was rich, what wasn't she? Like she, she, she had like yeah, and like <laughs> I can't believe, was. yeah, and I can't believe she's letting Jesse drive her to school in that broken down fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing a lot to get that car started. He was like, I was just been like, never mind. Well, can we? We could just hop on the bus, Jesse. Like, it's not all that serious. <laughs> to be honest, like we could have just the bus would probably get us there faster than his car would. Um, but yeah, that's what I think about Lisa. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you guys' sentiments on Lisa. I thought Lisa was, like, fine. The only gripe I had with Lisa was her just being really nonchalant when Jesse came to her house covered in Ron's blood. I was like, 
you're like you're like really chill right now. Well, I know she was kind of freaking out, but like she wasn't freaking out to the extent that she should have been freaking out to, for my liking. Like, you're, this guy that's like your friend that you're cool with, can your house covered in blood, and like you're not you not not like you're cool with it, but it, you're not like freaking out. How I would expect someone to freak out if this was like a situation that say I was in or something. Like, it, she was like not. Yeah, yeah I, feel like, I feel like you had way too much trust in that man for no reason. You know, for real. Because <laughs> it wasn't like uh, the friend group in the first one. Even though, like, I would say we didn't get the most time with, like, Nancy and her friends in the first one. Like, I still felt like they were a core group. And they probably had trusted each other, like, going back. Because they were, like, grew up as, like, kids and everything. But, like, I don't know how long, like... Lisa was like cool, like Jesse and stuff and things like that. So, not not really sure where to place that, but um, Lisa was fine. She was definitely down for the cause, which I'll give her that. Like, she made out with Freddie, which, uh, like, girl, Jesse ain't all that now. <laughs> like, he, like, he's he's definitely not all that to be making out with Freddie to get him back. Like, shouty, you can. I don't know, Jesse would have had to stay with him or something. I would have just had to skip town at that point. But moving on from Lisa, we get to our male scream queen, scream, scream king, Jesse. Maria, what were your thoughts on Jesse? Well, first of all, when I heard when I heard him scream the first time in that opening scene, I thought it was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he was screaming like that. I don't know. Like I was just—he was just screaming so very, very, very high pitched. I like this. I like the scream. It, it worked. I thought it was one. I thought it was funny, but you just barely hear like male characters scream like that throughout movies, and it was—it was just very funny. Yeah, like I was like, "What the like?" There's no way. Well, anyway, but I mean, I don't know. I just I kind of. Don't I? I didn't really like Jesse. He just seemed not dumb, but he just wasn't helping himself in like any way. He was. He was. I mean, yeah. I think I, f- I forgot which one of you said it, but he was literally running around the whole movie. You know, freaking out because of Freddie, waking up and sweating from dreams, and like you just don't really get much of him trying to fight it. Not not like Nancy. Nancy fought hard in that first movie, but I feel like Jesse was more just kind of like not taking it, but he seemed in denial. Mm-hmm. I think even when 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 he discovered that um that the coach was dead and it was he was you know, he had died in like a similar way uh that he dreamed, I guess. He yeah. I feel like he was he just still wasn't taking it seriously. You know, like he was still just I guess he honestly he's he was a very bland character. The only thing that added any like flavor were like the people around him. Um he also just seemed very like self-centered, you know? Mm-hmm. Like Throughout the whole movie, he was just kind of more worried about what was happening with him, and like 
you know, he, he kept saying that he didn't want to drag other people into it. Yeah, he, that's exactly what he was doing. He was running around a lot instead of, like, facing the problem. And I don't know. Like, it was just, I don't know. I just, I didn't like him, I guess. He just didn't. I feel like he didn't have that, like, male. He wasn't lead. giving. You know, he really wasn't. <laughs> Uh, Rudy, what were your thoughts on Jesse in this movie? Yeah, Jesse was uh, very juvenile. And the actor looks old in the movie, honestly, to be a high school student. But he, 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 like, his personality seemed very juvenile to me. And, yeah, I agree with Maria that scream in the beginning had me rolling. Because I'm like, what? Like... I don't know if the actor was purposely doing that to pretend he's a teenager screaming or if that's actually his scream in person or if he just overly acted that scene. But um, um, I didn't understand Jesse's situation. Like, was he schizophrenic? Was he actually haunted by, by um Freddy? Or, like, I just never got the idea because even his father, I won't, no, his mom was worried about him and said we should take him to a psychiatrist. But I'm like, well... Is he actually crazy, or is he just really getting haunted by British entity? And they could have done a lot more with his character, but they decided to make him into like this wimpy kid who was trying his best to fight against Freddy, and Freddy ultimately won. If you think about it, if you watch the movie again, like he did all that for what? For him to just not make it? That's how I see it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he actually made it, made it. Like, he was already being tormented since the beginning. And he was doing whatever it took. But I don't think he had the ability, like, Nancy to defeat Freddy the way that he should have been defeated. Which is why Freddy got to him. So it was like a back and forth game between Jesse and Freddy. And Jesse was, I don't know. Um, same with what uh, Maria said. I didn't like, I didn't care for him too much. I don't know if it was just the actor himself who didn't really act well with his character or if it was just the storyline, how they created this character to be. Because he was, I was rooting for him in the beginning when I first saw this movie as a kid. Because, you know, he was like the first male lead that I've seen in a, in a horror movie. So I was like, yes, finally a man. Like, let him be representing all the men. And he just fucked it all up. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely get what you mean. He's he's def um in comparison to like the rest of the series, um Jesse is our only like male lead that we get from the Nightmare Elm Street movies, which I guess that sums up what they thought of giving us a male lead like after this one. Uh but Jesse was a weird character. Where like what I liked about Nancy was like she was, like, about business. Like, she got a plan in that in order and everything, what to do, what to kind of do with Freddy. Like, she set up traps around the house. Like, she she was, like, thinking, like, ahead, whereas Jesse was kind of just flailing around screaming and not really trying to, like, do much to help his situation, really. And he didn't really 
look into things much, kind of like how Nancy did, like, um, like finding out more info on like Freddy and stuff. Like he did do that, but like he he did so, and then it was kind of like, okay, we're just gonna go about, um, we're just gonna go about this in a different way. But it like it's it, not that it backfired, but it just like he never came up with a plan to kind of put this to put this all together so that he could defeat Freddy basically because when the guy came to the end of it he didn't even defeat Freddy I guess you could say more so Lisa did on his behalf and Jesse was just basically saved at the end at the end of it all so he while he was there he didn't really do much to help himself which compared to like you know the first one and what we got there it's not really like the better of a care of a character, I would say. But besides that, um, he was oh he was okay in the role. Like I like considering the way that they wanted him to be from like a writer's perspective, I would say the actor definitely like gave that. And I thought like the screams that we got from Jesse were hilarious, um, and they were like played up really well and like over the top. But moving on from Jesse's character, let's get into our last one of the of the conversation, and that would be Freddy. Rudy, what were your thoughts on Freddy in this movie? Well, I'm glad that they kept uh, Freddy's iconic look from part one because after, and I think I mentioned this in the previous discussion. Freddy's looks changed throughout the series. I mean, throughout the franchise, where his makeup just looked cheaper and cheaper. So, I think up to like part three, his makeup was on point. No, no, no. One through three were like on point. After that, it was shit. It was like not even like a burnt entity anymore. It was just like fake makeup, and I didn't like it. So, Freddy in this movie was as dark as the first one. But I think that's when they started making him more like a a comedian. He wasn't as scary, if that makes sense. Like I feel like he started making those, you know, like jokes and using his sense of humor to combine it with the scenes. And I don't like that when they mix like you're supposed to be afraid of Freddy Krueger, not laugh with him. And I felt like they were already introducing him to that level of, okay, let's make him more into like a comedy you know like stand-up comedy comedian or something um that was the only drawback with this freddy that's when he started becoming more humorous and i don't like that i feel like they should stick to the idea make him scary and make people be afraid of him at all times the characters can be the funny ones but he has to stay dark um but yeah um not much to say besides his makeup on point he looked the same as part one and the the drawback was that he was too funny for my liking. Okay. And Maria, what were your thoughts on Freddy in this movie? I agree with what Rudy said. I feel like this Freddy was just not scary, like, at all. In the last movie, you know, he was really, like, fucking around with, like, Nancy and scaring the shit out of her, you know, with that hallway scene and, like you know, terrifying her in her dreams. I feel like in this scene, in this movie, I mean, we see Jesse screaming and waking up, like, from a nightmare. But I feel like we don't really see what scares him or we just don't really, like... Or it's just not scary. 
Um, I think like the scariest part was like those dogs with those human faces. And that's, it's not really because it was scary. It's more because like it was just really creepy because it was really weird to watch. But uh, yeah, he was just not giving like at all. <laughs> like he, he just, he seemed more, because Freddy in the last movie seemed like, you know, he has experience. He's out here killing and scaring these kids and he knows what he's doing. But Freddy in this movie just seemed like desperate. You know, he just, he wanted Jesse's body and it just, he just seemed like, like he was basically letting Jesse scare himself and then Freddy was just going to like swoop in and just take his body. Um, which, yeah, that whole concept is really weird. I didn't understand it as well. Like from the last movie, I, I mean, I do like I, with, with what Tawan said, I do understand how they were trying to make that connection. But it just didn't make sense. And then you... And then, like, after a while, you just couldn't really tell between, like, the dream and, like, what's real and what's not. And I didn't like that because that's... that Because that whole idea seemed to be heavily based off the fact if, if like, Freddy took over Jesse's body. But since they never explained about him taking over Jesse's body, it just seemed like a weird... Like, like, those scenes just became really weird to me. Um, so, I don't know. This Freddy just seemed more like... Just... I don't know. Just not scary, I guess. Like He just seemed like he just wanted to get into Jesse's body. Like, to kill. Like, you know. Which I thought was kind of weird, too. Because it's like... If you're, like, in, I guess in a human body. Like, wouldn't he die easier? Then, yeah, and then, like, like, and I feel like we don't really see him in, like, the dreams in this movie, which I feel like was also, like, I mean, it wasn't the whole point of Freddy was him hopping into people's dreams. I don't know. It was just, it was weird. <laughs> it was definitely different than the last movie, but it's like they made up their own lore, and it just didn't make sense. Or maybe they, like deleted too many scenes that maybe explained it and it just didn't. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. I agree. Like, I thought in this one, even though, like, Freddy wasn't, like, cracking, like, jokes and stuff, like, okay, like, of course he, when we get later on in the movies, he does that more, like, more. He kind of becomes more of, like, a comedian, kind of like they did with Chucky in the later movies. But... In the first one, it was, like, a lot of, like, dark comedy that Freddy was giving, like, using um, Tina's face, like, to make fun, like, to make fun of, like, Nancy and stuff, things like that. But, like, we really didn't get any of that with this one. He was kind of supposed, supposed to be more serious, but he was less scary, even though he was being, like, more serious in this one. And it was, it was kind of weird, like, in context of, like, everything, because... He wasn't, he was trying to, like, take over, like, Jesse, he was trying to, like, take over Jesse's body, which I guess to, like, reincarnate himself into the real world, and so that he can, like, cause more terror and stuff, but it wasn't, like I said before, it wasn't really, like, told how he was supposed to go about that, in a sense, besides, like, him just trying to, like, take over Jesse and, like, use Jesse as, like, a vessel, basically, for, uh, for Freddy, and... 
in a sense, I like that story aspect, but it wasn't really, like, kind of giving us anything, I, I guess you could say, in terms of, like, more to, like, Freddy's story and, like, him, like, being, like, the dream world and stuff like that. It was, like, they kind of took a couple elements from the first one, but decided to keep the smallest bits and pieces of it and went with their own thing, which, you know, isn't a bad thing for, like, a sequel, but I would I would rather them have kept what they had going, which we get later on in the other sequels, and continue with the kind of dream world, dream narrative, like, Freddy haunting people and using, and using like, themselves um, to help do his, like, biddings and stuff. And they also kind of, like, crept further into that um crept further into that well we don't really let me let me refresh that point they kind of crept further into straying away from that when they had like freddy attack like the like the teens at like the beach party not beach party the pool party and stuff like basically being in like the real world actually and while I thought that scene was cool because you don't really see any of that later on going into the movies, it also breaks what built up Freddy in the first one, which is why they should have kept kept Wes Craven so that he could have continued on with the story in this one. So it kind of like breaks that con- continuity of how they initially had Freddy going on. But now that we are done with our characters, let's get into some behind-the-scenes info and fun facts. So, this movie had a budget of $3 million, and it made back $30 million in the box office, about $27 million less than the first movie made. Some interesting info about this one. Wes Craven never intended to create a new horror franchise with an endless string of sequels. His version of Nightmare on Elm Street was supposed to end with Nancy waking up and realizing that everything, including Freddy, had been a dream. Which I'm glad we did not do because I personally hate those type of movies. Um, in yeah, addition, I feel like it would have been like a slap in the face. <laughs> yes, it really, it really would have. For everything that we saw in that, it really would have been a slap in the face. So, while I don't like that he wasn't attached to the second one to help, I'm also glad he did not end with that. <laughs> uh, going into a little more info, they started filming this movie with Freddy played by an extra, not Robert England, but opted on bringing Robert England back as the silent Freddy didn't work, and Robert's theatrics were very much um, helpful to the character because he was a character actor. Um, in this movie, Freddy only appears in about 13 minutes of it. Um, this is the only nightmare film which the lead character is male. David Chaskin conceived of the idea of Freddy needing to enter Jesse's body to interact with the real world as a metaphor for for repressed homosexuality. Basically, Jesse is a gay kid in denial about sexuality, and his homosexual urges manifest themselves via Freddy. And if Nightmare 2 had failed, that might have been it for New Line, um, as it is the movie um, hit big enough to finally give the studio some cash flow. Now... Ending with that sequence, we get into our cash or pass here. Um, since Mark wasn't able to join us in this episode, I did ask him to send me his cash or pass, which I will give to the crowd now. 
Mark says that he passes on this movie. He says this movie is boring and lame and doesn't connect to the first one. And there's a reason why this movie doesn't get any mention um, in, uh, in the other sequels um, after it. Moving on from Mark, though, Maria, do we cash or pass Nightmare on Elm Street 2? Um, I'll pass. I just, it just didn't have, like, likable characters. The only characters that I really liked was Ron um, and Lisa, but, like, barely. <laughs> um, and I agree, it was also a, a boring movie. I feel like... It's, it just seems like they were trying to copy the first movie, but they were trying to change it up, but, like, ended up making a mess out of the movie. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll pass. And Rudy, cash or pass? Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I will have to say that I pass in this one. I'm always say this, and I always give chances to other viewers who, viewers who have never seen this um, this movie to give it a shot, but honestly it's not even worth the time. I, if I said that I was having trouble focusing throughout the movie to even understand it or like to finish it, um, other people might not like it either. I mean, Maria said it herself. I say it myself. Um, the idea, the concept could have been better but they just didn't bring it to the table. It was just a hot-ass mess. And again, like Maria said, like it, it seemed like they tried to copy the first one, but with a male character, and they didn't give him what he needed to have in this movie to actually make it successful. So, yes, I pass. And with that, I also would pass on this movie. Um, so, I... Don't really think I would come back to rewatch this one. It really strays away from like the formula that we get from the first one, and also when we get into the other sequels as well. And it doesn't really work as its own thing either. So I personally think I would pass on this one. And in the context of the rest of the movies, don't see it as like any worthy sequel which as mark mentioned in his past it doesn't get any nods in the in the ones coming after it either so yeah i think this one's best left alone and uh definitely pass and it looks like everyone passed on this one so uh at least for this series this is uh the first one where everyone has passed as far as nightmare on elm street is concerned let's see how we get down the line but with that, that comes to the end of this episode, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Um, hope you all have a good one, and good night. Goodbye. I'm about to say good night. <laughs> 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 I'll literally say good night. I'll be watching TV or something. <laughs> all right, I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to really stop this.
The Haddonfield Horrors Podcast is a Letters to Media production. Should we do an intro?